bright day 214. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right. So we are in uh, the final few chapters of the first section of the book of Ezekiel that deals with the indictment against Judah and Jerusalem. So remember, my man Ezekiel is receiving visions and words from the Lord about what he ought to say to the people of God to urge them toward repentance, right? And to make them aware of the looming judgment that is coming because of their sin. Listen to what he says. He says, son of man, face Jerusalem and preach against the sanctuary. Stop right there. That that uh, phrase face Jerusalem in the book, he's been saying face whatever I, w- I want you to speak um, judgment against. And so here he's saying, no, no, against the sanctuary san- sanctuaries, right? Uh, um, uh, Judah was supposed to worship God at the temple, right? But what they were doing was creating uh, sanctuaries where they were worshiping gods with an S, right? Prophesy against the land of Israel and say to it, this is what the Lord says, I am against you. He's going to go on and on. And throughout chapter 21, he's going to say, hey, God is going to use the sword. God's going to use the metaphor of a sword that symbolizes his judgment. As we move throughout the chapter, it is revealed that the sword symbolically represents Babylon, right? Babylon, 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 Babylon. Babylon is going to bring the sword, listen, so they can cut them off from the land, right? So in other words, uh, what, what the Lord is saying is, hey, I promise I made this covenant with you at Mount Sinai, right? I promise, remember Deuteronomy, I promise you that if you obeyed, these would be the blessings. If you disobeyed, if you were unfaithful, if you turned away from me, these would be the curses. And one of the curses that come up over and over again, the prophets has been, have been saying it, is the sword. And the sword, once again is just shorthand for saying the enemies the foreign nations will come against you and they will triumph right and the lord is clear that the sword will not enter back into its sheath in other words it won't be put up until babylon comes and carries out the judgment that the lord is using them for as an instrument uh in his hands now 22 comes and the Lord is like, yo, this is once again, I'm just reminding y'all what y'all already know what's already true uh, among you. Listen, in 22, he's not just going to say, like, I'm going to bring my judgment for no reason. I'm going to be clear about why this is actually happening. One of the things I love about the prophetic literature is that we are always privy to two things, what God hates, right? And what we should hate, right? So God is going to be clear, especially in chapter 22 of the things that Judah was guilty of. Listen to what they were guilty of in this text. You are guilty, verse four, of blood you have shed and you are, you are defiled from the idols you have made. Shed innocent blood, uh, worshiped idols. Verse seven, father and mother are treated with contempt. And the resident alien is exploited within you. The fatherless and the widow are oppressed in you. So they're not uh, they're not uh, honoring their parents. And then the fatherless and the widows, right? Some of the unfortunate, those on the margins of society are being oppressed among them. He says, you despise my holy things and profane my Sabbath. So he's just going to end. And essentially all Ezekiel is saying is you are not obeying the Torah. The Torah, the first five books of the Bible was the law, was uh, how the people of God were supposed to live. And he's like, yo, y'all have violated all of these commands from Deuteronomy. Y'all have violated all of these commands from the book of Exodus. And at the end of the day, like it's it was clear, right? It was all clear. It was all there for you. And at the end of the day, he's like, yo, man, um, you know, 
basically you guys have disobeyed the Lord and it's seen and it's fleshed itself out in how you've treated your neighbor. Right. And God is specific about what he requires. Listen, God is specific about what he requires, but we are the ones that are fuzzy and on the fence about whether we will obey it or not. I love it, too, because at the end of this chapter, Ezekiel is even going to bring up the priest, fam. He's like, yo, Ezekiel, remember, Ezekiel was a prophet priest. And he's like, yo, like y'all have not um, distinguished between the holy and the common, the clean and the unclean. Remember Leviticus chapter 10, verse 10, the job of the priest. And so everybody on every sector of society is just as guilty before the Lord. 23 comes another allegory, uh, kind of like parable where uh, the Lord gives it to Ezekiel about two sisters, Ohala and Ohala. Ohelibah, right? Ohela represents Samaria, right? The capital city of Israel. Ohelibah, Aholiba, excuse me, uh, represents Jerusalem, the capital city of Judah. And they're sisters, and the Lord is just like, yo, I'm indicting both of you, right? Because you've been guilty of being unfaithful, right? Being uh, adulterous. And God is going to bring up, once again, this has been since Egypt, fam. This ain't something that's new. This has been since y'all were in Egypt. But the thing he's going to say, he's like, no, the second sister, which represents Judah, uh, and the southern city of Jerusalem is worse than Samaria, right? And he's like, no, no, y'all should have, basically, y'all should have learned, right, from their sin, and you've seen what happened to them, but you didn't, right? You did the same thing, but except you did worse, right? And I love it at the end. He's like, yo, the reason that you guys have done these things is because you have terrible memory, right? You have a terrible memory memory you've forgotten who i am you've forgotten what i've done you've forgotten how i've saved you you've forgotten what i have brought you out of i've said it before but forgetfulness is often one of our greatest stumbling blocks to faithfulness right remembrance is the key to our obedience and god is saying no no y'all have actually forgot y'all have put my covenant behind y'all's back y'all have forgot who i am and what i've said right and so 24 guys want to close out this section of the book of ezekiel and speak of this imminent this coming destruction of jerusalem by way of a boiling pot right those that were left in the city were like meat <laughs> the text will say that will be put in the fire right in the flame of god's judgment because they are a city of bloodshed once again god hates violence he hates the violation of his good and gracious commands that he's given us so that we could flourish as his people and by the end ezekiel is going to perform this act this this last prophetic sign act in this section where essentially his wife dies right his wife dies and he is not allowed to mourn and what god is going to say is that this whole thing will serve a, a larger redemptive purpose and the text says this it says say to the house of israel this is what the lord god says i am about to desecrate my sanctuary the pride of your power the delight of your eyes and the desire of your heart also the sons and daughters you left behind will fall by the sword then you will do just as i have done you will not cover your mustache or eat the bread of mourners in other words when the people of judah lose their pride and joy their delight the temple god doesn't want them mourning right but why because their sin has brought this fate upon them they have made their bed and god is just asking them to lay in it right why because at the end of the day god 
wanted to be their chief delight. He wanted to be their pride and joy, right? And the apple of their eye. And anything less was a functional denial of their purpose and a failure to treat God as God, right? And I think what the text wants us to see, right? Um, unlike Judah didn't, right? Unlike Judah who didn't see, right? Judah didn't see that Samaria, what happened to Samaria, right? And uh, it's been said that, um, you know, experience is not the best teacher, but someone else's experience is because you get the same lesson without paying the same price, right? And just like Judah uh, should have learned from Samaria, we should learn from Judah, right? That God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, Hebrews 13, and that he uh, despises the wickedness of rebellion against him when he has been nothing but benevolent to us. May we today live in a way that pleases him so that we don't experience what Judah experienced. May we receive the same lesson without paying the same price. Let's pray. God, we ask that we would remember uh, the things you've said in your word, God. I pray that the words that have come to Ezekiel would come to us and make their home in us, Lord, that we wouldn't forget them, that we will remember uh, what you've done for us. We will pray that we remember, Lord, that uh, what you've done for us in Jesus Christ, Lord, and that we would live faithfully before you because of those truths. In Christ's name,